And now, broadcasting through Blue Collar Media, it's time for the Big Bash Podcast. Thanks to the Big Red Bash Birdsville and the Monday Monday Bash Broken Hill. Two big events rocking the outback. And g'day there, and welcome to the Big Bash Podcast. This is the on-the-ground edition of the Big Bash Podcast, where we will be out and about talking to you, the Big Bash goers who are out here enjoying the Big Red Bash of 2022. And what an event it has been so far. And uh, we thought we'd get out there and say g'day to people who get out and about and uh, make the trek out here to Birdsville, um, each year, some people are veterans, some people are here for their very first time, and I thought we'd get out, have a chat to a couple of the artists backstage, and see what's doing all over the place, the people who are working here, the volunteers, and of course you, the Bashgoers. So uh, we hope you enjoy this special edition of the On The Ground edition, that's what we're going to call it, of the Big Bash podcast. We're broadcasting through Blue Collar Media. We are here on site here on the plaza at the uh, Big Red Bash and we are we are broadcasting through Blue Collar Media as I say. You are with the duck. This is the On The Ground edition of the Big Bash podcast. Well, we're underway here at the Big Bash. How good is it? Big Red, it is all happening here. We uh, Day one, I'm with the uh, the guru behind the Big Red Bash, Greg Donovan. How are you feeling? Oh, g'day, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's all going well. We've just kicked off uh, a couple of hours ago and it's uh, just running like a dream at the moment. Yeah, my sex just come off stage. I've got to tell you, it looked fantastic. Mate, um, the last couple of years, it's been pretty ordinary. We had one year no bash. Last year, a bash where people couldn't get to. How does it feel to be back? Full house. Oh, look, it's great. I mean, we're back and rocking. The music industry's back on, back on its feet. It's been on its knees for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, this is about uh, getting back into things and uh, getting back to some semblance of normality. So it's great to... Uh, the sun's shining. There are about 11,000 people here, and uh, we're all just having a ball. Yep. How good is it? All right, mate. Well, you've got a lot to celebrate. Try and stay away from the bar, OK, and have a good bash. Oh, I might have a drink later tonight after the uh, after the last uh, set, perhaps. Okay, we well, you know me, Campfire is. See you there. <laughs> and here we are here at the Bash, as you know, and with two people have done something very different this year. They've actually got married on top of Big Red, Anthony and Karen. Anthony, how did you pop the question, mate? We just said yes, sir. Yes. Well, so you answered your own question. You said yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a good way to pop the question. And Karen, congratulations. Thank you. And what was it like getting married up on top of Big Red Sanjin? Best thing ever. What about they say your bridal party was pretty big? How big was it? Pretty big. We had groomsmen, best men, flower girls, bridesmaids, uh, my uncle. And how, how many people watched the wedding? Thousands. Thousands. You know, there's 11,000 people here. Exciting. Well done, Anthony. Is that what was it like, mate, standing up there on Sunset, getting married on Big Red? Bit nervous, but it was good. It worked out well. Who came up with the idea? Uh, number one here. <laughs> number one. That'd be you, Karen. Yeah, you don't let him organise anything. Okay. Well, well done. Congratulations. Yeah, of course. Well, the celebrations continue for the next few days on tipping. They do. All right. Well, uh, do your best. Well done. And good luck for the future. Thank you. And that is a first. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. 
Here we go here on the ground at the Big Red Bash. I'm with the Royal Flying Doctor Service here. It's a fantastic organisation as we know. And I'm with the lovely Kim who's been out here working tirelessly and she's here for the entire bash. How are you Kim? I'm awesome. This is such an amazing event. Loving it. It is fantastic. Now what does the uh, Big Red Bash mean for the Royal Flying Doctor Service? Oh, so much, so much. The the Bash crew, the Donovan family is so supportive of the Royal Flying Doctors Service. This is my sixth Bash and they've supported us for the, the, the six years and it keeps on getting better and better and better and it's absolutely fantastic for the Flying Doctor. That is fantastic. A veteran of six Bashes, that's not, that's not too bad actually, that's more than me. You got me by one anyway. But this is a fantastic thing. People who come out to the Bash, they would have driven across a couple of the Royal Flying Doctor Service runways. Uh, hundreds of kilometres of dirt, then all of a sudden come to this beautiful tarmac with all these white line markings. That's actually where the uh, the planes fly to uh, pick up patients and hopefully drop them off one day. Exactly right. It, it's sort of like a life insurance. Everyone's supporting the people at supporting us at the um, stall here because they really hope they don't fly with us. You know, everyone knows about the flying doctors in the outback, but the, the, the city folk and all coming to places like this, it makes them realise, yeah, there's emergency airstrips, there, there's stations that have got many cool chests on board, and it, it's all part of system and so so good to be able to fundraise for them. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people don't know that, that they actually do house calls in remote parts of the country, not just for emergencies. They've actually a full-on medical service, aren't they? Oh, exactly. And at the moment, we've actually got a um, fundraising appeal going on calling the Guiding Lights Appeal on Facebook, and we're fundraising for lanterns for station um, outback uh, runways at the moment. So, And the money's just coming in, and it's so good that we can donate them to the stations. All right, Kim, well, well done. Uh, you've got a crew of people here. You've got plenty of people around you here at the bash. Enjoy your big red bash, and we'll talk to you soon. Will do. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Yeah, here we are, folks, at the Big Red Bash with the duck. I'm standing here next to a pretty young Jimmy Barnes fan. What's your name, mate? Jackson Heath. Jack Jackson Heath, mate. Where are you from? Mackay. Mackay. What a great spot. What do you think of Burzville? Uh, it's pretty good. This is my third year coming, and it's pretty good. There's lots of good music artists to watch and lots of fun things to do here. Third year, you're almost a veteran now. Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, it's really fun because you big sand dune, of course, so you slide down and get really sandy. Yeah, okay. Have you slid down the dune yet? Uh, yeah, a lot, and I've stacked it a lot. Yeah, no, that's why I haven't been up there, mate, because I'll stack it myself. Who are you here with? Uh, my mum and dad and the MDC crew. The MDC crew? There's a few of them here. Yeah, they are. All right, so you having a good time? Yeah, I am. All right, mate, good stuff. Will you enjoy the rest of the big red bash, okay? Yeah, I will. I'm here at the MDC Off-Road Caravan Owners Group. There's a stack of caravans here all in one, all the same brand, which is a great concept to get together and uh, get themselves a huge paddock here at Big Red. And I'm with the organiser of that. Daniel, how are you, mate? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, going all right. Now tell me, mate, how does this happen? Because you've got a stack of vans here. that you're, You obviously work for MDC. And uh, you've... No. no. You don't? No. Oh, okay. Well, John, you're a good bloke. That's one of my best. What do you do? Yeah, I drive tugboats for a living, but uh, yeah, basically I admin the uh, MDC and Oz RV Campers Owners Group on Facebook, have done for a few years. Uh, about 2018, I came up with the idea to organise a few people and get some shirts made. We didn't camp together, but uh, one night over a campfire, the MDC paddock was born, 
and um, yeah, we've been doing it uh, 2019, and now again 2022. So yeah, it's a great idea. So obviously you get a, a huge paddock reserved, and everybody gets in here, and um, and all get together. And the good part about this, not only is it 11,000 like-minded people here, but you've got how many people in your group? Oh, we got about 100, 120, I think was my last count. So. Yeah, not bad at all. Now, you're raising some money here as well for the uh, Royal Flying Doctor Service, which is fantastic. Haircuts, uh, $5, $2 and $7. What do you get for $2? Oh, no, no 20 is it? That's 500 $200, So you when, when we hit that tally, we're at 620 at the moment. Uh, yep. When we hit that, so Colin's getting a mohawk. Yep, so he's paying 500 for a mohawk. No, no, no. No? That, that's been donated. Yep. So next level is 700 so when we hit 700, Tex is getting a number one. Okay, who's Tex? Tex isn't here at the moment. Tex isn't here at the moment. I've got Tex here with the beard, here with the big Cooper hat on, and the he looks like he's got a decent head of hair. I reckon he's due for a haircut. He's not keen to be a victim at the moment. No, fair enough. And Steve Zammett, who I do know, does work at MDC. He's not in charge of the Clippers, is he? No. Good thing. All right, mate. Will you enjoy the bass? It's a great thing that you've done. You've got a whole heap of people together. Uh, so you've got a nice campfire here. Listen to the music, kicking back. Few cold ones, you've got a lot of kids around, families, that's what it's all about, mate. So you enjoy the rest of the bash. No worries, thanking you. Enjoy yourself. So I've just found Mark Cable from the Choir Boys, mate. How are you? How's it going? Oh, bloody beauty, mate. I'm at the bash. I'm even talking with a full-on Australian accent, mate. You know, and I'm spitting nuts everywhere. But you can't see that, obviously. You're going well, mate. Jesus, you see, you're out. You did the same drive down at Monday not long ago. What's the difference between the two venues? What do you think of this? Well, it's like the difference is that there's more dirt here. A lot of dust. <laughs> a lot of dust, baby, yeah. But we love the dust. We do love it. But you are you're everywhere. The other day, you're on, the, you're on the, the Crack Up Sisters on the stage back there yesterday. You're up here today. Yeah. You've been singing. Is there anything you're not doing? You're cleaning. What, what time do you knock off at night? Um, I usually knock off very late, right, after I've, you know, cleaned up the place, you know, all the vomit and everything. Um, but, yeah, emceeing, so it's... Um, You've got to be on the money, mate. You can't just wander off, you know. No, that's right. And you can't drink early when doing that job. But on a serious note, you know, as you know, mate, musicians have been doing it tough over the last couple of years. It's great. This is back in full flight. Where do you rate this as an event? Because it's enormous, isn't it? I was looking at John Stevens from backstage last night, right? Um, and John was closing the show for the night. And I looked out at the audience. And you know what it reminded me of? An international festival. Something of a standing that I haven't seen in Australia uh, probably ever before. Uh, mainly because it's a mix of music. It's not too left, it's not too right. It's just like a great mix of music and the audience reflects that. Don't tell Greg Donovan, but John Stevens did tell me once he'd play here for nothing because he loved it so much. So I'm not sure whether Greg knows that, but it's too late now. He's already played and been paid probably. So, But, mate, yeah, you are right. You are right. The people... The people here make this event, don't they? Because there's no trouble, there's no, it's families, it's a family event. Yep. There's about, there's about 12,000 of them out there, and at the end of this, there'll be no rubbish left behind, no nothing. Um, it's a credit to the people that come out here, isn't it? Well, yes, it is, and I mean, the, the, I was here um, three years ago, uh, before lockdown, and there were things left behind, and that was envelopes with $10,000 worth of cash in them, and I found 50 of them. Do you believe me? Of course I do, mate. You wouldn't lie to me. Look at you straight. You're looking at you straight at me. Anyway, good on you, mate. Well, you're doing a great job, and I know the fans love you. And are you going to get up and have another sing over the whole time? I mean, we're at day two now. Day two, but I'll be singing again. I sang on uh, which was day zero, right, on Monday, 
uh, as a, a prelim, and um, I'll be singing tomorrow night, you know, Thursday night. Yeah. Can't wait for that. All right, mate. Mark over with the Choir Boys. Thanks for joining us, mate. Have a good one. Enjoy. Ready, Beauty, mate. What's a hairy microphone? What the hell is? Hey, Melanie Dwight, just come on stage. Melanie, how are you going? How was that? Oh, that was the most insane gig I've ever played, I think. What did you think when you stood up on stage and saw 11,000 people sitting in front of you? A bit daunting, but we're all out in the desert, so there's nowhere for them to run. Yeah, and, they lo- and they loved your stuff too, which was good. They were right into it. Yeah, they were. It was amazing to see people singing along and people come and say hello at the end. It was fun. Yeah, good stuff. Have you ever played anywhere like this before? I mean, this is a one-off venue, isn't it? Yes, it definitely is. I've never played anything like it. I'm lucky to be on Monday Monday as well in a couple of weeks, so it'll be sort of similar, but there's nothing like this. Yeah, I've been to Monday. You've been for, have you been to Monday before? Oh, you're going to be for a real treat. Yeah. Because it's very similar without the sand dune and amazing. And again, but they're good to the crowd. Such a good crowd. Just families, young people. Yeah. The view rednecks, which I'm one of those. <laughs> and uh, it's just a mixture of everybody, but everyone's like-minded, having a great time, and they're just into it, aren't they? Yeah, such a big mix. It's awesome to see everyone come down the front support you know all of the artists as well like really diverse and very supportive yeah there's a whole range of music here now there's a bit of a rumor going around i've got a bit of mail that you're going for a camel ride is that right <laughs> apparently i've been roped into a camel ride so i've got to go change into something a bit more uh, comfortable for camel riding <laughs> go put your camel riding pants on okay good on you melanie have a great have a great match and well done it was a great performance thank you so much Great setups here at the Bash. I can tell you we've got this massive big picnic area set up here with a group of people. What's your name, mate? Chris. Where are you from, mate? Where'd you travel from? Victoria. There. Long, long drive from Victoria. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, big, good. yeah, good stuff. There's a whole group of here. What's the go? Big family? Yeah, all family. Yeah, all related in some way. So, yeah. kids. What do the kids sing? Uh, yeah, they're all right. They love the sand dunes. So. They love the sand dunes. Yeah, Have you been down dunes. yourself? Uh, I did, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, ate, ate, uh, ate the sand. You so, ate the sand? Yeah. No, no, good stuff. And what about uh, the trip up? How long did that take you? Uh, it took a week to get up here, yeah. so it was nice, cruisy, but yeah, stopped, stopped every day, but yeah. yeah the event, it's an adventure in itself, just it getting here and getting was. home. Yeah, yeah, lost yeah. the water in the, in the in the caravan, so I had to fix the pipes up and that, but yeah, we got there. Yeah, you, you, can't get to, you can't get anywhere better for some sort of a drama, mate, <laughs> I've had one myself. Yeah. But a great thing, so you, you set up here every day, you got a good setup here. Yeah, we did, yeah, this is today, we, we set up in there, but it was a bit too loud for the uh, young one, she's only one, so yeah. we thought we'll set up here, and yeah, it's really good, she's really enjoying it. I reckon she would have to be our youngest bash goer. Oh, I reckon she's uh, she's a little party goer though. She doesn't stop. So. One, one year old. Yeah, yeah, one. All right, well, mate, okay. you enjoy and you no keep back and yeah, enjoy the rest of the bash. We'll Good be on back you. for sure. This is our first, but we'll be back. Get to Monday. You'll yeah, love that too. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking that, so we might try it. There yeah. you go. Thanks, mate. Legend. See you, mate. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Goers come in all different ages. What's your name? Ruby. Ruby, how old are you, Ruby? I'm nine. You're nine, and where did you travel from to come here? We travelled from Caniva. And where's that? It's um like the last town on the Western Highway in Victoria. That's a long way from home. You hear? What do you think? Were you wrapped when you got here? Yes. You having a good time? Who are you with? Um, some family and friends. Yeah, and mum and dad. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. And uh, what do you think so far? Have you been down the sand dune on a boogie board yet? Yeah. And how was that? Good. Good. All right, well, we're going to let you go because you're heading to go and watch one of the acts now, aren't you? Yeah. Have you been on a camel ride? Not yet. Okay. Helicopter ride? No. You know what? They're not as much fun as a scene June anyway. <laughs> okay? All right. Well, you have a good time, Ruby? I will. All right. Enjoy the rest of the bash, okay? Okay. 
I've found myself in the Bash FM studio. Now, look, you might wonder what that is. Did you know that we've actually got our very own radio station right here at Big Red? It's called Bash FM 99.9. I'm with Caro, who is the anchor, the producer, the music player. She does everything. Caro, how's Bash FM going? Oh, Bash FM is always good, Duck, and it's so great to have you. Thanks for popping in. And um, let's just say I wear lots of hats in here. You certainly do. You're all over the place. I noticed that. And you've got it playing here. You've got the Crack Up Sister stage next door, which would get a bit loud at times. But um, look, I think people like it. A lot of people tuning into the Bash FM, they, they miss nothing here, do they, by doing that? Absolutely. That You will not miss news, updates, fun facts, and, oh gosh, changes in program too, especially. So, you know, it's a little bit rock and roll. Things don't always go to plan. Sometimes people are a bit late. But you can know that you will always get the latest program information here on Bash FM. All right, Carrie. Well, you have a good time. You uh, look tired. It's been a big bash so far. We're only halfway through. Are you gonna, you're struggling. Oh, man. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. But um, but you're looking dashing and smart and mm. fresh as a daisy. Anyway, spec savers for you, Caro. <laughs> you enjoy. So if, if you haven't done it already and you're at the bash or you intend on heading to Monday, Monday, or Birdsville next year, make sure you jump onto Bash FM. It's easy to do. 99.9 FM. How good is it? Our very own radio station right here in the Outback. So good. Well, I've just found one of the busiest blokes here at the uh, Big Red Bash and uh, probably one of the most popular sites here, one of the stands, of course, I'm talking about Red Ark, uh, who are a sponsor and a long-time sponsor of the Big Red Bash. Uh, I'm with Graham from Red Ark. Geez, you've been busy, mate. What's happening? Hey, Duck, how you going? Yeah, it's been a long couple of days, dust everywhere, the thousands of questions, but um, loving every minute. Look what we've got here, mate. Got the big uh, mountain there behind us and, and the music playing, so... Yeah, it's quite incredible, mate. Now, you've been fairly popular for a good reason. That's because... Um, everybody who's out here needs some sort of power option in their vehicle, battery management systems, they're running fridges, lights, caravans, they've got solar power, all that stuff, that's what Red Ark do, and uh, you've ever been doing house calls. Yeah, we have, what people don't realise sometimes, you come out here, it's going to shake about, so you, you, your connections are going, your fuses are blowing, but um, the guys have been out fixing stuff for the last couple of days. Yes, well they helped me with a little problem over my van this morning, which was fantastic, and uh, certainly... Uh, I've seen a line of people here the other day. I've, I thought uh, Jimmy Barnes might have been here early, sitting under the Red Ark tent, but it was you. But uh, certainly, uh, people need to think about it if they want to get onto, um, you know, get onto the bash and get out of here, and they want to do it with a bit of confidence and no dramas along the way and be powered up. Uh, they need to get onto Red Ark and probably get onto you as well. Oh, absolutely. We've got a couple of trucks here. They haven't lost any power at all. I'm trying to use energy. That's how funny it is. But if you want some uh, power when you're remote like this, come and see us. Talk to us. We're here for the week. Good on you, mate. Enjoy the rest of the bash. Yeah. You look like you're having a good time, Thanks, you blokes. Loving it. I think one of your electricians looks a bit dusty, though. And I'm not <laughs> talking about the dust here. On, so he may have had a big night last night. Yeah. Well, I'm here at the bash, as we know. I've just bumped into Outback Cop. G'day, Neil. How are you? Yeah, thanks, Rob. Now, Neil, you were the uh, cop in Birdsville for how long? I was here for 10 years, mate, between 2006 and to, to 2016. Yep, and uh, so retired now, and uh, you've written a book called Outback Cop, which uh, I'm tipping uh, would be a good read. Yeah, it is a good read. It's, um, it details the, the jobs I had here, the rescues out in the desert, people travelling down closed roads, policing the races, and uh, all other jobs that I had here over a 10-year period. Yeah, and certainly you did a good job at it. I know you were a pretty popular cop, which is uh, uh, a lot of people had a lot of respect for you, mate. And, and with with that, being a, being a cop in, a, in, the, in an outback post like Birdsville, 
Uh, you'd think it'd be pretty quiet, but I'm tipping you were busy when you think about, like, you know, desert rescues and the like and a couple of big events, but um, it would have been a busy job. Yeah, it was. It was a busy job, apart from the rescues and, you know, you get a few rollovers and um, people assisting the flying doctor. You also had a police station to, to run, so there's always jobs happening and uh, so you kept pretty busy, but um, um, it was a, a really good community. I really had the support of the community and they're great people and um, and they really helped. It wasn't just me going on the rescues. I'll go out with Don Rollins, the ranger, um, the local mechanic, the nurse. We had someone to drive the ambulance for the nurse and uh, it wasn't just me doing the rescues, it was a team where everyone did their bit. Mate, you, this is a, the, what I would call the ultimate family event. Has there ever, I don't think there's ever been any trouble at this event ever, has there? I mean, it's just incredible, uh, the behaviour, everyone seems to be like-minded, they're just here to enjoy what this experience is. It's a long way to come to play up, isn't it? So I think everybody just, they treat the land with respect, the event with respect, don't they? Yeah, they do. After everyone goes... Uh, you come back here a week later and you won't find, you know, a lollipaper or anything. And it's just great for um, the outback in general because everyone here has got to get fuel, they've got to have a coffee, have a beer, stay in accommodation. It's just magnificent for the uh, whole outback community, not, not just Birdsville, but leading in, going home throughout the outback. And it's a credit to Greg and the team, they've really helped the outback, which was struggling for many years through drought, and now COVID, or COVID's now over, fortunately, but it's just been a magnificent event, and I never believed or thought there'd be an event bigger than the races, and this is double the size of the races. You know, it's just a magnificent event. That is, yeah, that's huge, isn't it? Because the Birdsville race is pretty famous, but now, as you say, this is one of those bucket list um, events that you've got to tick off to get here is just fantastic and you mentioned in regards to not a bit of plastic you look around us here now and I know people can't see this but there is not one bit of litter anywhere I saw a bloke one of the volunteers walking around with one of those little prongs to pick up papers and, and the like and I thought well that bloke's got the easiest job here because there isn't one bit of rubbish you might see something blow from someone's camp but they quickly go and get it and they take it back That's the respect that the people have here for the land and for the event itself is quite amazing and it's a credit to, like you say, to Greg and his team, and, yeah. and, and but it's a credit to themselves as well, because right. uh, Greg wanted to create a family event, and that's what this is, and uh, so I'm tipping even being a cop here would be an easy job, because uh, everyone seems to be well behaved, they seem to go to bed early. Yeah, that's right. Um, I've spoken to Stefan, Stefan took over from me, he's a great fella, a great police officer, and, uh, and he says exactly the same thing, it's just a magnificent event, there's, there's no trouble, they walk around yarning to people and it's just a um, I, I can highly recommend it anyone who hasn't been here put it on your list you've got to do at least one Birdsville bash absolutely mate now quick plug for the book Outback Cop how do people buy it mate can they get it online or somewhere uh, yeah they'll come up and see me at uh, my stall up uh, up um, yeah you're at the back here looking at the stage yeah, it's not too bad they'll find you'll see the sign Outback yeah. Cop and if people listening in other parts of the country if they want to get hold of the book how would they do that um you can get it online or, or go to a good bookshop or even a dodgy bookshop okay They've probably got it and uh but if you just if you're at the bash you want to come up and have a yarn about outback travel come up and have a yarn to us you know help you out yep you certainly got plenty of experience good on you neil thanks for having a chat mate good on you well i've just tripped over one of the many corporate stands here at the uh big red bash marlin campus steve how you going mate 
Yeah, very good. Thanks, Doc. Very good. Mate, you've got uh, plenty of people about. You've got one of your camper trailers set up. Pretty popular. A lot of people coming in and have a look at what you've got. And how's it been going for you so far? Mate, we've been flat out. There's so much stuff that's out here, but uh, what we're doing seems to be of high interest. So pretty happy. Yep. Now, we're standing inside one of your uh, camper trailers here inside the tent. I've just looked at the shower tent. Mate, what's doing with the abbeys in the uh, shower in the bottom of this big dish here? Well, it was a three-day trip out, and we had to pull up at a little camp spot outside Windora, and while we're there, we put the crab traps in the creek behind us, and uh, wouldn't you know, it was full of yabbies, so we're still getting through a bucket of them. Mate, these are, these are a good size. Yeah, I think feeding's been good with all the rainwater coming down, so they were, yeah, they were big nippers. Yeah, that's something different which you won't see in the uh, on the edge of the Simpson Desert too often, mate. Uh, yabbies swimming around, that's for sure, especially that big. Yeah, no, we've been joking with people saying we've got new exfoliators for their toes while they're having a bush camp and a bush uh, shower. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good, isn't it? You'll be in there quick, I reckon. All right, Steve, <laughs> well, it's a great setup here, mate, and uh, enjoy the rest of the bash. Yeah, cheers, thank you. Okay, I've just found the biggest, brightest shirt here on the plaza at the bash. Now, on the back of this shirt, it does say, this is a conversation starter. I'll start the conversation. Do you have a mirror at home? I mean, that is some bright T-shirt. Oh, all show buttoned up shirt. You'll never walk alone. It's a fan. I understand what this is for. Now, tell everybody yeah, what does what is, what does this uh, mean? Really, what is it for? We started to raise money for mental health for men in the building industry. It started by one man. I really don't know the reason why he started it, but his nephews in the building industry liked the idea and took it on, and they've pushed it as far as they can. That's his. That's his building logo. He's a man from the Gold Coast in Queensland. And so trade mutt, trade mutt Australia. Yeah. And if you want to order, there's the barcode. Yeah. Oh, how good is that? So you got the barcode sewn onto the shirt. Yep. Yeah. Certainly, it's a great idea, and Very it's a great good. slogan on the back. Yeah. This is a conversation starter. And we've been pulled up by numerous people. Yes. That want photos with us, or we just want to know what it's about, and. It is a conversation starter. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I really wish the two gentlemen that started it all the best because there is a lot of people that have embraced it and going forward with yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And mental health's a big thing, no matter whether it's a building industry or what industry it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, so it's just something that's getting a lot more awareness these days, uh, thankfully. And uh, But still, a lot of people do struggle with it. And uh, it's a good thing that you're here creating awareness by wearing these shirts. So. Yeah. Yeah. And back to my first question, do you have a mirror? Yes. Okay, so you're happy to wear that, and I think you should be proud to wear All it anyway. Time. I love colour. Oh, it does look good, I've got to say, you stand out, and yeah. I think it's a great there's thing. Six, there's six different patterns. Yeah. Oh, there is, okay, yeah. so people can just jump onto that, so just Google it, Trade Mutt. Trade Mutt. Trade Mutt Australia, and they can, you can buy yeah. the shirts online, and yeah. that way you can... You too can Wear the shirt, and then they can create some awareness themselves. And you can buy gaiters as well. Gaiters? To oh. match your shirt. Gators. The Crocs. The gaiters, now they go over your shoes. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, good as gold. And underpants. And underpants. Oh, and underpants as well, okay. Well, that'd be good at Monday, because the Monday Undy run. <laughs> We'd like to see you down there doing that. The fluoro shirts have got the inserts. Yeah, okay. Uh, for sa work safety. Yeah. And uh, you can buy them in short sleeve as well. All right, good stuff. Okay, and what do you think of the bash so far? Fantastic. Love it. Great Love event. It. You're sitting here on the plaza. You look comfortable. Yeah, we're, we're very comfortable. Very comfortable. Where'd you come from? Yeah. Brisbane. Brisbane? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just so. down the road. Just down the right, exactly. A lot of people come a lot further than a that. Lot yes. Further than that. Yes. All right. Well, well done. I love the shirt, and I think it's a fantastic thing. And uh, what you're doing and creating that awareness, and obviously plenty of people just right. like me will wander up and annoy you and say, "What does that mean?" Mate, that's great. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I'm really no. glad you did. Good as gold. Enjoy the rest of the bash. Thank you. I'll Thank let you, you get much. back. I'll let you get back to your table here on the plaza. Good. Thank you very now, where much. can we hear a copy of that? 
Right. You can hear a copy of this on the Big Bash podcast, okay? Good on you. Good as gold. See ya. Okay, so we're down here now at the uh, main concert arena and the uh, world attempt, uh, record attempt for the most people doing the nut push is about to take place. And I'm with uh, one of the contestants here, someone who's joining the crew. What's your name? Kylie. Kylie, and uh, what do you reckon? Are you good at the nut push? Yeah, not too bad. A lot of people out here, a lot of dust. A lot of dust it will be. You know, it's 3,500 people, I think. I think it's up around there. So uh, what do you reckon? How do you think you'll go? Are you a Tina Turner fan? Yes, I am. So can you just give us a bit of a demo? Or it's only, it, okay, well, you're lucky for you, it's on audio. Good luck and get amongst it, okay? See ya. What's your name? Oh, hi, I'm Bronwyn. Bronwyn, you ready for the nutbush? Oh, we're going to give it a good hard crack. Are you good at it? Have you been, you know, practising yeah, in nightclubs and pubs? we a little bit in the van last night up and down the aisle, you know, we just yeah. gave it a little bit. But, how, how big's the van? You know, oh, not real big. Not yeah. real big? You don't have to go far, though. No, that's right, the nutbush, you just go it's around in circles. on the spot, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, good luck. Where are you from? Uh, we're from Toowoomba. We, Toowoomba? But, yeah. but we came via Cape York. Oh, well so done. We've, we've come the long way. Yeah, you know, a bit warmer up in Cape York, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it was a tad. Yeah. Well, I wish I was up in a bit of a warmer climate after here. Which oh, would be I good. don't know. You just make the most of it, don't you? Yeah, we will do. Good right on you. Up. Well, good luck. Thanks, mate. Good luck. What's your name, mate? Steve. Steve. You ready for the nut bush? I'll give it a go. Mate, you look like a dancer. <laughs> yeah. Mate, lucky for you, this is a podcast and not a video. Well, that's right. Yeah. How do you reckon you'll go? You good at it? You're a Tina Turner fan? Oh, yeah. We've been practising. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere so no one can watch us. Yeah, well, well, I can tell you now, there's nobody watching you here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, everybody's in there doing it. Yeah. Yeah, all right, well, good luck. Where are you from? Camden. Camden. You know, I know exactly where it is. All right, good yep. stuff. Well, good luck. Yep. And uh, don't uh, do a knee or anything, will you? Yep, okay. Okay. All the best. I'll sort of set up a denker up stand here for later. Yeah, that's right. Good on you. See ya. <laughs> G'day there, what's your name? G'day, I'm Donna. Donna, where are you from? Coolum on the Sunshine Coast. Oh, what a great spot. Yes. Are you good at the nutbush? I'm bloody you, good. You do. You do. <laughs> hang on, you're, what are you? Bloody good. You look like you go good at the nutbush. This is my 2am at the nightclub thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Normally most people are going for the slow dances around 2am. <laughs> Hey, but we, yeah, you're into the nutbush. Are you all together? Yes, we were all practice last night. A There's big practice. The kids get into it? Yeah. What's your name? Abby. Abby? Yeah, I've got you while you're chewing gum. Is that right? That's okay. You got the nutbush? Enough. You know enough about it? Okay. So you're going to be out there and just getting amongst it? Uh, all right. Do you, he, he, what, he sucks? Who's that, Dad? Yeah, huh? Huh? Oh, fake Dad. Oh, a bit hard. What's fake Dad's name? Scott. Scott, mate, you look like you've got no idea about the nutbush. I have no idea, mate. Hey, just don't jump I around. I had a Facebook shaming last night. You had a Facebook shaming? Yeah, they videoed me. Uh, to learn. Right, oh, practicing. practicing yeah. Oh, okay. And, and where can people find that? No, no, you can't. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. It's deep in the vault. ScottWalton.com. <laughs> so, hang on, what was it? ScottWalton. Okay, yeah, we'll find it. We'll look that up. All right, well, good luck. Well done. You're helping raise money for the Roaring Flying Doctor yeah. Service, so happy days. What's your name, quickly? Uh, Bella. Bella, are you good at the nut bush? Do you know who Tina Turner is? Not really. Likes what? Well, maybe a little bit before your time, but she's still going. Anyway, you get out there and have a go, and uh, good luck, eh? Well done. Good on you. Well, get a couple more here. What's your name? Trudy. Trudy, Trudy. Hubby and Paul. And Paul, where are you from? We're from Borkham Hills in Sydney. Borkham Hills in Sydney. Not far from me. I'm actually out that way, sort of, in the Hawkesbury, oh, underwater at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, this is Yeah, exactly. So you're here for the nutbush, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Are you good at it? Uh, no. 
terrible at it. We've been doing some campfire rehearsals this morning with our neighbours. Yeah. Um, but we're raising money for the Royal Flying um, Bush Service. Doctor service, Doctor yeah. Service, so that's a good thing. Yeah, hey? yeah it's a you great look thing. Like you'd be good at it. Uh, I've got a dodgy knee. Otherwise, I'll be, actually, I am going in it, believe it or not. But uh, I thought... Um, you know, I'm just taking me time to get in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to up. the end of the line. But uh, <laughs> well, it's funny, a lot of people have been practicing overnight. So uh, you've done that. So you, you got it n- nailed? Yeah, we're, we're going to smash it today. I think nails a stretch, but we'll see how we go. Uh, we'll be buried in the crowd somewhere, so hopefully no one knows yeah. how bad we are. Yeah, well, the good part about this is that, that no one's judged on their actual ability to do it. It's just the, the fact that you're going in and participating. So well done. Thank you. We're raising a lot of money for the Royal Flying and Doctor thanks, Service. Thanks to, to you today. What a great day. It's a, well, don't thank me. I'm not responsible for it, but how good's the weather as well? Oh, good on you. Get another one here. What's your name, mate? Stuart. Stuart, where yeah. are you from, mate? Uh, Burpengary, north of Brisbane. Yeah, I know where that is, mate. So you're ready for the nut push? Most certainly. All right, yeah, mate. We'll I'm get here in with, I'm here with my, my leaders. You're here with your leaders. What's your name? Elise. Elise, so you're his leader? No, she's the leader. She's the leader. Right, okay. Awesome. Sidekick. Right, okay. Oh, you're the sidekick? Yes, well, you're dressed up for the occasion. Are you good at the nut push? No, I've got no idea. No, I do. You do? Okay. I reckon you would have done it a few days back in the day in the nightclubs and the pubs. Come on. All right, well, good stuff. Well, good luck. Well done. We're raising money here, so uh, go and get amongst it. We're holding the line up here. With the um, bus stop. The bus stop. You remember the bus stop? I do remember the bus stop. Anyway, mate, just watch after your knees and everything, mate. Okay, you might need to. There's plenty of dicky knees around here. Good on you. Have fun. See ya. Well, there is only a few contestants, folks, who are going in the record attempt here for the most people doing the nut bush here at the Big Red Bash. How good is it on the ground? Um, with uh, plenty of happening, uh, plenty of action happening all over the place, which is fantastic. And the nut bush record attempt now is uh, one of those events here within the event. Uh, that's how big it is. And I'm led to believe about 3,500 participants. We'll see what it is when the final count's done. But if that's the case, well done to everybody. And, of course, um, it's all for a very, very good cause. And that, of course, being the Royal Flying Doctor Service. We'll check in and see how people have gone and see who's limping and who isn't uh, as soon as it's done. Okay, so the nutbush is underway here at the Big Red Bash. The world record attempt and... It's unfortunate this is audio because it is certainly something to see and we'll find out how the record uh, went right after it's finished. Well, as big as the Big Red Bash is, this event probably could not happen without the dedication of the many volunteers that volunteer year after year to come out and uh, volunteer here and help out with a, a range of duties here at the Big Red Bash and, of course, now the Monday Monday Bash. I'm with Margaret, who's a volunteer. Margaret, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. That's good. What's it like being a volunteer? Oh, I love it. I come back every year. I've chalked up five. Five? You've done five bashes now as a volunteer. So tell us, what's the, what's the joy of it? Where do you live? Where do you come from? I come from down on the Murray. Down on the Murray. So it's a fair hike. Come up here and volunteer and, and uh, you, you keep pretty busy. There's a whole range of jobs. What satisfaction do you get out of it? Oh, I just have a ball. It's just exciting. Every year is different. It's just good fun. Yeah, and uh, and Greg and the team are pretty good people to work with anyway, and to hang around with. You get to you get to experience the whole outback event and everything else. But uh, I guess volunteering for anything is it's a, it's a self thing, isn't it? It's more rewarding for yourself. Yeah, it's it's just something that I've I came out as a patron initially, and because it was held in town, I wanted to ha- experience it out here. And I volunteered for the Big Red Run for a couple of years as well before I 
did that. So, and then I've continued on here. Yeah, well, you're doing a great job. As and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of volunteers, yeah. and like we say, it probably couldn't happen without them. So, well done, and uh, and we'll see you next year. You certainly will. It's ten years next year, so we'll certainly be here. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a big one. See you then. Well, one of the uh, many things here you'll find at the Big Red Bash, of course, is the merchandise stand, a pretty popular uh, little outlet, I can tell you, and that's because everything here is very, very high quality. It always has been. It's something we've mentioned on the radio many times, that the uh, the merchandise is not something you throw away when you get home, but you actually keep it for years to come, and you actually see a bit of it from previous bashes, people walking around in, in shirts and vests and jackets from, you know, two, three years ago. And I've got to say, there's a massive team of people in the merchandise section, and one of the people who basically almost heads it up is the lovely Laura. Laura, what a big few days it's been for you. Oh, it's been huge. Absolutely massive. Look, it's a big, it's a huge job, just you know, like the way it's, you know, you've got to get people decked out, kitted out, and they get out. The line outside was just enormous. People were prepared to, to line up and get in, get their favourite bit of bash gear. Um, it's just non-stop all day, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much the first three days that we're open from the two-day early roll-in, it's just chaos. Um, absolutely the busiest place in Bashville. People line up, um, they come in, they get decked out in all their gear, they walk away with just armfuls of stuff and, yeah, they love it. They love the merch. Yeah, it is quite amazing and it's good quality. Who, who picks the gear? Are you, are you responsible for that? Yeah, we work with a team of people. There's um, a merchandiser that we work really closely with. He comes up with ideas. I come up with ideas. Our graphic designer comes up with ideas. So it's a bit of a collaboration between all of us. And, yeah, the aim's always to make it part of the festival. And I think people um, who come to the festival know and recognise the merchandise. And, I mean, I've had people walk away with hundreds of dollars of merchandise and they never plan to buy a thing. So... I think, um, yeah, they see everyone else wearing it, they see how good the quality is, and we've got such a huge range as well to suit, you know, all different styles, all different body shapes, and I think that, that sort of goes a long way as well to, to making people really love it. What's the biggest seller? Biggest seller this year, definitely the flannels. They just walked out the door. Yeah, flannel is cool up here, but the flannels look good, and the print on the flannels looks amazing, and I saw them in Monday earlier in the year, and I thought, how good do they look? And, uh, and here they are here as well. And uh, I also, I see the the, um, the country shirts, the, the working shirts look good. A lot of the girls wearing the pink ones. Yeah, the, the pink ones um, come in the ladies' cut and the men's ones are, are that sort of traditional royal blue colour, um, but they're really popular as well. All right, any, any idea or plans to introduce the big red bash poncho? A poncho? Not a poncho, but we have um, ideas for a oodie. Yeah. Big Red Bash Audi, the wearable blanket. Yeah, that's the get. Yeah, well, people will love that. And we had fire pits this year as well. How'd they go? Yeah, they were good. Awesome to uh, keep warm around the fire. Um, yeah. That's because we light a fire in them, Laura. Yep, absolutely. There you go. All right, well, well done. It's been a big job. And the thing with this gear is for the next five, six hundred, seven hundred k's, even further, for people who travelled interstate, all the service stations, the roadhouses, the shops, the towns, you'll see people over the next week walking around town in big red bash gear. Yep, I see them at home back in Sydney all throughout the year. You spot them a mile away. Yep, you do, actually. You're at a shop in Penrith. You see them wandering all the time with it on. All right, well, well done. What are you doing this afternoon? You'd be due for a drink, wouldn't you? You've been hard at it for three days. I just want to go to bed. Oh, fair enough. All right, well, hopefully your dad will do the same, but I don't think he will. All right, well done, and uh, we'll see you next year, Laura. Good job. Cheers. Thanks so much, Rob. Okay. Okay, I've just bumped into one of the legends 
of Australian rock and roll, Richard Clapton. How are you, mate? I am fabulous. How about you? Mate, going all right. Saw your set earlier. Mate, you're sounding as good as ever. How how do you keep doing it, mate? Must be what you're drinking and eating. <laughs> it must. I don't know. I don't know how I'm still doing it. This is my 50th year. Yeah, unbelievable. I know. It's like when I was talking to Jimmy Barnes, same thing. 50 years. Yeah, yeah. You blokes, there's no holding his back. He might not... Jimmy said he's been doing it for 50 years. That's what he said. Uh, he's young enough to be my son. <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe that. <laughs> well, 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 I've got to say to you, mate, geez, you're a, you're a crowd favourite here. I mean, you've walked out, the crowd just loved you. And, mate, the beauty of it is I mean, you've got young people now listening to your music who weren't even born when you started and wrote those songs. How does that make you feel? Uh, well, it's, it's really pretty special for me. No, because I, I, I do seem to have attracted this whole, you know, younger audience. So, yeah, it's pretty special. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's amazing. Credit to you and a credit to the songs because, you know, young people who now know the words to those songs and sing along with you and, you know, cheer you on. And there are people out here earlier today saying, can't wait for Richard Clapton. It must make you feel good because it's an iconic spot, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, truly for me, it, it really is. You know, so... so Look, it really is pretty special because, you know, I said earlier, I've been doing this for 50 years. Yep. So that, those those songs I wrote, like Deep Water, especially Girls in the Avenue, like they're 50 years old. Yeah, you know? amazing. Yeah. And great songs. Yeah. Great, still, still great songs today, mate. Just describe the feeling. I won't hold you up too long. On stage, looking out at, at Bashville and 11,000 fans just waiting to hang off every song, every word you're singing, mate. What does it feel like? Well, it's a very, very special gig, yeah. And, and you know, when, because you know, it is the most remote, remote festival in the whole world. And you know, so it's you know, for me, it's incredible. I did, I did it in uh, 2019, and I, I'll never forget. I came out here, and, and between the Acom at Birdsville Hub and and the, the festival venue, you know, you, you drive out here for about 45 minutes, and there's nothing. You come over this rise, you get to the top of the rise, there's 11,000 people. It's just like unbelievable. Yeah. Mind blowing. Yeah, it's a one off. It's an amazing yeah. venue. Well, mate, you've done a great job. Thank you very, very Thank much. You. And, uh, mate, we're going to see you on Monday, Monday? Yep, yep, Monday, Monday. Yeah, another special venue, mate. Can't wait for it. Good on you, mate. Thank and you. You enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. So, here on the ground at the Big Red Bash. We are in the day three. Jimmy Barnes, the headline act, is in full swing here. And have a bit of a listen to this. Going really, really well, mate. So, mate, I found one of the punters here, the bash goers, mate. What's how's Jimmy Barnes been for you? Hello, how you going, buddy? Going all right, mate. What do you think? Jimmy Barnes going all right? Jimmy Barnes going real well. Good on you, mate. You know, looks like you've had a big day. A uh, big day. Big day. Big day. Big day. Starts early and uh, it's all happening here at the Bash. The headline act right now. Jimmy Barnes on stage in full swing. We're just about done here on the ground for the... Big Red Bash edition of the Big Bash podcast, and uh, we've certainly spoken to plenty of people. Now I can tell you that there's been a stack of people here, very, very busy, 
but no one's been busier than this bloke because he's running one of the food vans here and there is plenty of food outlets here at the bash as there will be in Monday but I am with Scotty from Tom and Anne's now what I've got to tell you it's, it is chef quality and that's a good reason for that because Scotty's a chef himself and if you want to get into it you can just uh, if you've got a you know whether it's a you know a wedding an event or markets or a whole lot more he does catering as well tomandans.com.au and that's an ands a-n-n-s no e but I'm with Scotty mate you've been one busy bloke I sure have it's a great event we do it this is our fourth year um, I just love coming Mate, you serve up some pretty good food. I had the eggs Benedict for breakfast the other morning that you uh, served up. Pretty good stuff. This is real good quality. But, mate, I've seen lines and lines of people queued up to get uh, tucker from your stand here, from your food van. Uh, mate, just what goes into it? There must be a lot of prep to uh, come all the way out here. Where are you based at? Uh, so we're based in South Brisbane, uh, Logan area. We, um, yeah, there's out, weeks and weeks of planning to get out here. It's just crazy. You bring everything out. You know, got the corrugation at the end. You don't know how anything's going to travel, so you just got to hope for the best. I notice you've got a real good bloke who prepares the chips. And I've got to tell you now, I can be honest with you, I reckon I could prepare the chips here because he's told me that many times how it's done. So if he does, if he, if you want to replace him, I'm happy to do the chips next year because I know how to do it because I reckon he's told me 50 times how to, how to prepare sweet potato chips double and cooked. double cooked and normal... Uh, potato chips. He starts early he does, and he, he starts does. work early as well. He does. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I've got to say to you that, mate, you've done really well. You've worked your rings out here. I see you're up very early in the morning, late at night. How much sleep are you getting tonight here? Uh, well, this year's not been too bad, but uh, we, we average probably about five hours. Yeah, mate. Well, well done. I think you've done a great job, mate. You must serve good tucker because, like I said, the lines to your food van well, long enough to be continued. So, yes, uh, mate, well done. And uh, and it's people like you and uh, who uh, certainly uh, make the event what it is where people can come and get, get good quality food. Because that's what it is. It's chef-prepared meals. And this everything's prepared on site, isn't it? Yeah, we bring everything. We Everything's done here. Everything's fresh. Yeah, unbelievable. So, well done, mate. And uh, you're back for next year? Yes. I It'll be so. a big one. Ten years of the bash. That Tom is. and Eames. That's what you've got to look for. Tom and Eames. And it's just Tom and Anne's with no E on the ends. It's A-N-N-S. And just go to the website, tomandannes.com.au. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook as well. And uh, they do catering, weddings, events, markets, and a whole lot more than that. So uh, if you need uh, real good food at an event, well, get on to this bloke, Scotty, and uh, his beautiful wife and his wife. See, what's your name? Hi, I'm Fee. You're Fee? Well done, Fee. Seeing you out there working as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just turn up. You just turn up. Yeah. Well, so does the chip maker. He, he just turns up as well, but he does a pretty good job on the chips. He All certainly right. does. We've got an awesome crew out here. There's five of us and we've been working non-stop and we really appreciate all the custom and the business and the acknowledgement and we really appreciate that we get to listen to an awesome festival whilst we're working. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so uh, see you back here next year. So there's a stack of food vans along here, along the plaza here at the Big Red Bash. And if you're here next year, make sure you check out Tom and Anne's because they'll be here and I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Scotty and, and Fee, good luck. See you next year. Thanks, Doc. Take care.
Now, there's a lot more to the uh, Big Red Bash than just being at the bash itself. Getting to the event and from the event is an absolute adventure. I am now 550 kilometres south of uh, Birdsville at a little ghost town called Farina, where a lot of people call in here for the famous underground bakery. And you're not going to believe it, I've bumped into a stack of bash goers down here as well. What's your name? I'm Katie. You're Katie. How old are you? 17. What did you think of the Big Red Bash? I think it was really good, the whole thing of it, like how there were so many people as well. Yeah, there was a lot of people there and there's still a lot of people here, isn't there, yeah. all on their way home. Where do you live? Uh, Melbourne in Victoria. Okay, so uh, you've been to the Bash, you're on your way back, can you tell your friends about it? Yes, I will tell them about it. Good stuff. <laughs> okay, well done. All right, well, uh, safe travels and might see you at next year's Bash. <laughs> see ya. See ya. Okay, still down here, 550 k south of Birdsville, I've bumped into one of the volunteers. We're a stack of people here who have come from the bash. G'day, what's, what's your name? My name is Michelle. Michelle, now you were volunteering at the uh, bash. What were you doing up there? I was volunteer photographer and my husband was volunteer stage construction. Yeah, good stuff. I was talking to him earlier too. He also said he was on the Dunny Patrol there for a while. Yeah, he, he certainly was. He said it was actually fairly entertaining working with a couple of different characters there. And um, and like yourself, it's, it's a big thing, huge uh, trip for you guys to go and volunteer. What did you think? Oh, I thought it was amazing. Far exceeded my expectations. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, awesome event. A lot of people uh, are still on the road going in all different directions from Birdsville. And here we are now, right down near the Flinders Ranges, where there's a stack of people running around with bash gear on. Uh, will you do it again? Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, safe travels, and uh, hopefully we might see you at uh, Monday, Monday, or even back to the big 10-year Birdsville next year. Absolutely. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> And that is a wrap on the Big Red Bash edition of the Big Bash podcast. Uh, a fantastic event and uh, certainly if you haven't been to the Big Red Bash, you need to put it on the bucket list because it certainly is a bucket list destination uh, that is for sure these days. Now we set our sights on the Monday Monday Bash and it's all happening in August. Keep your eye on the uh, Facebook pages of the Monday Monday Bash. Also check out the website mondaymondaybash.com.au Get on there. There's some still some tickets available. Jimmy Barnes, well he was good. Imagine being joined by Midnight Oil and a stack of other great Australian artists. It's going to be one in a once in a lifetime event. You need to get to that. So go to mondaymondaybash.com.au you grab your tickets they are selling very very quickly and after the uh, success of this year's 2022 big red bash i'm sure plenty of people will line up to go to the monday monday bash in broken hill it certainly uh, is going to be like i say a once in a lifetime opportunity to see such australian artists of this quality including the two headliners jimmy barnes and recently added midnight oil mondaymondaybash.com.au and certainly grab hold of the uh, your tickets there you don't want to miss this one folks it's going to be an absolute cracker a big thank you to everybody who joined us on the podcast uh, this week a special edition on the ground at the Big Red Bash and what an experience it was for me personally as well but uh, a big thank you to everybody and I'm sure that uh, you must uh, agree that this has to be probably the number one family event in Australia. I mean, we had people there as young as one year old. I mean, they don't come any much younger than that, hitting the Birdsville uh, Big Red Bash, that is for sure. So uh, it is the ultimate. It's an event for everyone, not just families. Uh, you know, it's for single folks as well, old, young, middle-aged, doesn't matter what, but it certainly is 
a fantastic event to get together with extended family, form a large group, get out there and uh, and enjoy what is certainly a very unique outback experience. I don't think that there's uh, anything quite like it in the world. As I say, we now set our sights for August for Monday Monday. MondayMondayBash.com.au Grab your tickets right there and uh, and get yourself out there because, like I say, it's certainly going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see artists of this quality and uh, and this stature uh, to p- perform together. I don't think you'll ever see that again. MondayMondayBash.com.au and jump on to uh, the uh, website there and grab yourself some tickets. Also looking for some volunteers and you heard us speak to a couple of volunteers on this edition of the podcast and they love it. So if you think that might be you, jump onto the um, Big Red Bash uh, page or the Monday Monday Bash page and you can certainly on the website you can click volunteer and register to become a volunteer and uh, I'm sure you agree uh, the people that were doing it seem to enjoy it. So if you think that may be you, well, we're certainly always looking for more volunteers. You can also keep up to date with what's happening on the Monday Monday Bash Facebook page. Check out some of the videos and some of the pics from the Red Big Red Bash as well on that Facebook page. Uh, what a success it was. I saw the recent photograph as well of uh, that was recently added where everything was cleared, packed up and gone and all that was left were marks on the sand. How good is it? And uh, certainly put the place back to peace and rest for another year until we get back there to do it all again for the 10th anniversary next year uh, there at Big Red. Uh, but like I say, keep an eye on the uh, on that page as well and uh, to keep up to date with what is happening at Monday, Monday, Monday Bash on Facebook, you can check that out. If you want to follow our adventures as well and what we're up to uh, on, in regards to our trip to and from uh, these events, you can just follow us on Facebook. Just simply search The Duck Adventures on Facebook. You'll see us there and you will see how we document what we do on our way to the bashes and on our way back certainly uh, an adventure all in one that is for sure but that is uh, our special edition of the big red bash um, event and our obviously our bash for the, a big bash podcast event rather um, on the ground at Big Red. Geez, we had a great time. I'm sure if you were there, you had a great time as well. We'll be back with another edition of the Big Bash podcast very very soon. So uh, make sure you tune in for that. Tell your friends to download it if you're a bash goer. It's easy to do. You can find us on Spotify, Google, Apple, all your podcast platforms, and and jump onto that. We also post the links on our Facebook pages as well. But uh, so tell your friends, jump on the podcast and keep up to date is what is happening. We've got plenty coming up over the next few weeks. A few more artists, a few more characters and a few more people just like you heading out to the bash. But of course that is it for this week on the Big Bash Podcast. We'll be back very soon with another edition. We will see you then.